Rough night for the dads, dude. I got two sick kids and dad is just not sleeping. The guy is not feeling good. I'm, I'm okay. I don't feel sick. Um, but dude, like having sick kids sucks because you look wiped out, man. Dude, I'm actually normally okay. I, honestly, if it wasn't for like the last three days, I haven't slept because my kids have just been like, like one kid was, 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 uh, you know, up all the time, like coughing. And then he got better and the other one got sick and she was up all night, you know, with like a fever and all this stuff, dude. Yeah, man. Luckily, this isn't a video, you know, episode. We're all on the vocals. You can see how puffy my eyes are. I like threw a little water in my hair. Uh, Just not really my finest hour. So I I think like, I think like most people, as I was up in the middle of the night, I saw that The Hills was on and I have just enjoyed watching this season. And I know you kind of told us that this season was be different, but I like watching this season, I think, more than any other season because everyone's an adult. And what I mean by that is that I feel like everyone's more mature and the, the, the drama is not like, doesn't feel produced or it doesn't feel like over-exaggerated. It feels like, the draw any drama that exists at least so far right at least so far you know feels the situations just feel very real right so it's very very raw it's very organic and i and i know that you're you know obviously you guys showed a little bit more insight into your molar pregnancy and kind of the struggles you went through that was a super emotional episode i mean even as somebody who knew what was going to happen I felt it. I think a lot of people felt it, what you were going through, what Ashley was going through. I mean, not only were you going through a difficult pregnancy, but you were doing it in a time of COVID. Like you couldn't be there to support your wife. You'd be in the parking lot on your phone. Like, wow. It was a tough time, man. It was really hard. I mean, watching it back and, you know, it's it's crazy to see where we're at now with, you know, basically our, our kid almost due uh, like any any day now um to where we were at because we're lucky to, that she was even able to get pregnant again i mean it was a, a very very trying time and to kind of like look back and see how far we've come from it was very rewarding but it was also you know there's a lot of people it's crazy because by doing this and sharing this experience you know a lot of people reached out um that have experienced this you know because you, you think you're alone when you're you're kind of going through this but there's so many people even friends of ours that you know just never really let us know kind of what was going on. We never really told them what was happening until they saw this and they reached out. So it was a very rewarding uh, feeling to be where we're at now, but a very hard time of what we were going through. But hopefully it's just, you know, again, going back to that, hopefully it's, it's relatable for people. You know, we're not trying to hide anything. We're not trying to, uh, you know, we're not, it, this isn't overproduced. I think that's the beauty behind this is that, you know, for Ashley and I is, is we really are, are sharing what we are going through and, and the trials and tribulations, and it, it only gets gnarlier uh, over the the course of the next few few episodes. Um, but no, I appreciate that insight, man. And uh, I, for you, I uh, I'm sorry to to hear that both your kids are sick. <laughs> it's all good. We're on we're on the upswing. I think they're going back to daycare today. The doctor said if they had 24 hours without a fever, you know, they checked off. You know, COVID. They checked off. Um, 
what is it? Strep throat, hand, foot, and mouth. Because there was like a hand, foot, and mouth like spreading at their school. I was like, ah. So the thing I want to talk about today is an interesting thing is happening. I don't know if it's happening in California, but at least in Nebraska and other parts of the United States. And the mask mandate has been lifted. Yes. So what I find interesting about this is my son does not know what it's like to go to Target right? For example, without wearing a mask. Isn't that really sad? It is. You know, obviously he does know, but like we're talking, he knew for like, you know, he was two and a, and a quarter, like when the, when the coronavirus hit, well, two and a quarter is like, I don't remember. I mean, you know, I feel like this sounds really weird, but I feel like once he turned three, once he turned three, he started really like figuring it out. Like he remembers things now. Like I can say something and a week later he'll remind me. But when he was like two, he was kind of like, he was there. I mean, when I say he was there, like, I mean, like he, we had conversations and blah, blah, blah. But definitely I feel like at three years old, he's arrived. Like he's like a, like a, he remembers things. He knows what's happening. It's just gotta be wild. Cause his normal is, wearing masks at every store. And listen, I'm not trying to say like, I'm anti-mask. Like if you ask Jason, I'm like pro mask, but I'm also in a, in a weird scenario where I'm like, Hey, they pulled the mask mandate. I'm vaccinated. You know, uh, 65% of Omaha, Nebraska is vaccinated. Now, now I'm not trying to make this a conversation about vaccinated, but what I'm saying is for people who are like, you know, afraid to take off their mask, right? Like, okay, so you really only have like a 45% chance of getting this. And actually it's much lower in Omaha at least. And actually it's much lower because a lot of those people have already had it and there's herd immunity and things are, I'm just saying, I'm feeling things coming back to normal. And my concern as a parent, and this is what I want to talk about today. We got to bring our kids back in this world, right? In a world that doesn't wear masks to the, to target every time, right? Uh, to a world where things are things are the world that was before. Do I think things will be ever be this hundred percent the same? Maybe not. Maybe things will change a little bit. Maybe we're going to be more conscious to like germs and things like that. But I I have a feeling like when I go, hey Bronson, we're walking into Target. He's gonna go, oh Daddy, I forgot my mask. It's just it's just such a trip. I have like a net gator. And I like basically like now, so I went from like N95, new one every day to, you know, disposable to um, cloth. And now I got the neck gator and I just, I just, and my wife's like, why do you even wear that? Like, it doesn't even do anything. Like literally that thing will not, it it will help other people more than it helps you. Right. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's almost become such a norm that it's become like my, my blanket. Right. So I keep it on my neck. And if I ever like feel weird, I'm like, oh, oh, right. Just there. Boom. Yeah. I'm the total opposite, dude. I cannot wait for like, I've. And I think think most people are like you, by the way. I think 99% of people are like you. No, I think there's a, you look, I think there's a split. You got people that are, you know, still very cautious and very concerned about it. And you have other people, you know, that are, that are that are, we just want to get back to life. And I think again, going back to it with Delilah, based on your question and what you're saying, you know, and having a new kid come into play, especially going through all those things that we had to go through 
you know, under the circumstances of COVID, obviously it was a real thing, is a real thing. Things, you know, a lot was, was transpiring, but we're kind of not really, we're kind of almost making it like that was a time in the past. Like that's what happened. You know, like I'm not going to keep focusing and instilling fear in her. Uh, I don't want to create, you know, a traumatic, you know, moments around that. Like she's a kid. Like you look at like all the statistics around that, like kids are very, 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 very safe when it comes to that. It's very rare that they can, you know, that anything serious can happen. Um, you know, and I think that I'm really grateful that for her, that she was able to go to school and, and they did not have to wear masks at schools. All the teachers and everybody was obviously very cautious. They, they test, they did, you know, temperature, all that different stuff. But we've kind of like, I don't want her to be stuck in that because that is, to me, it's not normal. So you want to look at this as like a period in time and you're just moving full steam ahead back into normal versus like letting this linger. Like, and you know, listen, my wife is on your, is on, I don't want to say team. It's not about being on a team. My wife is like you, like, she's like, let's, I'm over it. Let's move. Let's go. We're ready. Well, you guys understand too, is I've also seen a lot of the repercussions and the, and the, and the negative effects that it's had on individuals, not just the mask wearing, I'm not saying that, but all the other things that have gone along with it. And look, we didn't know, nobody knew what to do and the precautions that had to be taken had to be taken. But I've also, I mean, you just look at the facts, look at what's happened with mental health. Look at, you know, people, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's unfortunate. You walk down the, you walk down the street and people, you know, like look at you differently. Like it's almost like this whole thing is like almost created a bigger wedge between everybody as well. It's going to get, it's going to get crazier. Right. Cause now you're going to have people that are going to like, you know, I was talking to my therapist the other day and he was like, he was telling me how OCD and like germophobia, like, I don't know what it's called. Germophobes. And like yeah. that whole section of mental illness is risen so tremendously and people have it and have no idea. Like as soon as they, if they were to flip a switch tomorrow and say, hey, germs or uh, mass and like strict six foot apart is gone, dude, there's going to be a whole giant section of people or segment of people that are going to become huge. Like they're going to be afraid to take off their masks. They're going to be afraid. You have to remember off. that's you have to understand. And for like everybody, like our, our listeners, that's what I struggled with OCD. I was a germaphobe. Like I had all those. Well, that's right. Germs. That's right. Yeah. I, I struggled with all that to the, is not as bad as it gets. I mean, if there was a one out of a 10, I was a 10. And again, is it's no way to live. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a place. And, and again, that's where I'm at too, though. Is like, I'm mindful. I'm respectful. But it's also like, I'm going to like go about my, my, my life. I'm not going to tell you how to do what you need to do. I'm not, gonna, you know, and again, it's, it's different for kids. Like for me, it's like, I just don't want to instill that into Delilah. I don't want to instill that into, you know, Wyatt when he's around, like we are, we are mindful, we're respectful people. If people are uncomfortable. Like you do you, I'll do us. And yeah. you know, you that's, a good way to put it. that's a good way to put yeah. it. Like if you feel like, if you want to wear a mask or you, I shouldn't even say a mask, it's more like if you, if you have your set of like, you know, guidelines that you follow, like I don't disrespect you and you don't disrespect mine. Like we're making our decisions. That's best that we feel for our families. Right. Like, so if you want to do like, it comes down to this is like the way I see it is this is like, everybody's entitled to do what they want. You know what I mean? Again, is if you're uncomfortable, there's ways to protect yourself, wear masks, do what you need to do. If you don't want to go to certain places, don't go. You know, if there's other people that are, are in that place and they are comfortable, like then that's, that's where they're at. It's, I don't know. I don't, we're, I don't want to get down, go down that road with all that. It's, no, for it's sure. For sure. It's each his own. That's the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Everybody's entitled to the, no, what is, what is, what is my opinion or your opinion have? Like, we don't have, like, we don't have the right to tell people what to try to what do. What are you talking about, Jason? I'm a dog. I'm a scientist. Okay. Yeah, we know that. Bro. Look, you know, look, 
Go take a look in the mirror, Mr. Doctor. Yeah. Uh, I'm a scientist. That's why I was up so late. I was doing some experiments. No, but I, what I want to transition this into is, and I think that's, you know, I think it's, an, it's important to talk about that because again, is, is thinking of what this is really, what do you are, there's the environment really can trigger a lot of stuff. And like you said, like with your, with your nervous habits, with me and my OCD, what triggering events can cause things that, in children that are young that can actually cause harm down the road? I think that's something that that's what we're talking about. And again, we don't know the answers. We're kind of sharing what we would do as parents. But what I want to transition in is for anybody that's out there, um, you know, that is is uh, got that is has a pregnant wife or the you, if you're a listener and you're pregnant, uh, something that I'm I'm you know really struggling with is is as we're getting closer and closer, I'm very respectful to Ashley. I try to do as much as I possibly can, but it's also it's really challenging when your wife is in this a total different state of mind. Uh, and how to communicate and effectively communicate. And it's, I, it is, it's science. I mean, like, you know, women's hormones are like just, just off the charts and their bodies changing their things are, they're, 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 uh, they're going through some changes biologically. Right. They are. But, it, but my point is, is it, it is gets to a point where it is very hard to communicate even about, about the simplest things. And it's, uh, I'm, I guess my question to you is, is, when you know Danielle was going through this process, were you just at a point where you just shut up and you and you just you just did what you needed to do for the last couple of months until the kid was here, or like because for me, I like I'm structured, I'm compartmentalized, I like to kind of know things, I kind of like to feel things out. But Ashley's it's it's a combination of nesting and it's also a combination of of her being. Uh, it's just hard for us to communicate. Dude, I'll be I'll be a hundred percent real with you, baby. One, me and Danielle. Like, dude, we argued so much because I was like, dude, she's like, she gets so sick when she's pregnant. Right. So I'm like, you're fine. It's all good. Like everyone gets this sick and it turns out that everyone doesn't get this sick. But I, I, I feel kind of bad now that I look back because I, I just don't say I kind of feel bad. I feel bad looking back because I, I was just like, dude, like just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you can't like do this or do that or whatever, right? Like I think I expected so much and, and I feel really bad. Baby number two, we argued a lot as well. Um, not as much, but I think it's just a pressure cooker, right? Like aside from like, you know, a lot of factors – it's a pressure cooker. You got a shot clock and that shot clock ends at, at nine months. And I think women biologically feel that moment in that shot clock more than men. Like men aren't designed to be like, Oh, in nine months we need to have the new how the new baby room ready. And we need to clean the house and everything needs to be organized because this baby's coming. And uh, you know, we need to have Delilah prepared and what's our plan for the hospital. Like there's so many, the reality is there are so many things that has to happen before that baby's born, right? Like there's so many things that you need to do and doctor appointments and whatever. Women, I think are biologically, they have a better understanding of that shot clock. Like they basically, you know, those sand, those sand timers that you flip over, Hourglass. Yeah, like one of those, except theirs is the opposite and their belly grows out. And when it hits like a certain, a certain, you know, peak, it's like, 
okay, time's up. Bloop. So yeah. I think, but men, like we don't, we don't really like, I think we're like, all right, cool. Like nine months, we're good. Like no big deal. We're fine. Chill. It's all good. Nothing needs to change. Like we don't need to organize the whole house and like put blue socks in one drawer and white socks in another or what, or like go through all the toys and like deliver and donate like half of them or whatever, which is nesting. I think, yeah. but then once it comes to the last like two weeks, then you're like, Oh shit. Like, what are we doing? Like, we got to get shit together. Like we're having a baby in two weeks, you know? Um, the answer is that, yes, I think nesting is a real thing. I think arguing with your wife, you know, I feel terrible that I do it cause she's pregnant and she's making the sacrifice, but it, it fucking happened. And it happens, I think to a lot of people because there's, you're in a, you're in a pressure cooker. Yeah, no, you are. And there's outside stressors. There's, you know, there's a lot that's going on the outside of it too. And it's almost kind of like you lose the part of, and it's, again, it's fully excusable. And Ashley has been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but it's also kind of like you, you do have certain expectations that are very unrealistic in my, now looking back. No, and just talking that's, about that's it. a great way for me to put a lot of the struggles me and my wife had was unrealistic expectations, right. That I had for her, I would say. Well, and I almost feel like it's, I'm at a point where it's like, she always keeps going. She goes, I'm going to strap a watermelon to you and I'm going to put you, you know, I'm going to add an extra, I'm going to add two 20 pound weights to you and, and you're going to walk around and see what it feels like. And I get that, like, and, and I understand that, but I don't know if you guys are listening, you guys have insight, like as, as females for, you know, males that are, are going through this, I'd, I would appreciate some, this feed, you know, feedback. And again, as I always ask, what can I do? You know, how can I be supportive? Um, but also, you know, you get caught up in the day-to-day stuff and life just happens where it becomes, it can become very, uh, complicated. And I know there's, there is no book to this and every, every, every female goes through something different. Every, their hormones, their, I mean, just how they feel in general. Some, some Ashley's pregnancy with Delilah, she was like happy the whole time. Loved the whole process was like almost more mode. Like she rode a bike like eight miles when she was eight and a half months pregnant. I remember, I remember my wife being like, dude, I get so sick. Look at Ashley. She's like riding a bike. Like, whoa. Like, Like, you know, like you, but I think those are the real challenges. And I think it'll be interesting as we continue this, you know, this journey together here and with everybody that's listening, uh, please again, share what you guys are going through. We'd love to be able to talk about it. We're sharing what we're going through, but I'm sure there's some relatability that we can connect to, but you know, as, as why it comes here, it's going to be any moment and we'll be able to talk more about that. And so what's the, what's the significance of the name Wyatt? We just thought it was cool. Old school. There's nothing really behind it. It was kind of like Delilah. Delilah was more of an old name you haven't heard for a long time. And uh, you're looking back kind of, you know, what are some older names that we, you know, because there's so there's so many names nowadays, but we kind of wanted something. You're not going to, you're not going to name your, your son like Apple or Leaf or something. Or like, 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 I don't even know. Like the names just get wackier and wackier, bro. Yeah. It's, so, you know, it, it's, I, you know, I'm happy to see though, that you guys, like, I think naming your kid has become like such a freaking like, even though you're naming your, you're naming your son, Wyatt, like, was it an easy process or were you just like, dude, it's Wyatt or were you, did you feel the stress of like, dude, we got to have a cool name. We got to have a name that's like old, but like new, but like, like, what do we do? Or like, were you just like, yeah, we put five names down and be real. Cause like, I know for us. Dude, like there was so much, like we, we were like, what do we name our son? Like, what do we name our daughter? Like, what is, 
we got to look at old names and we got to look at family names and we got to look at this name. It was like so much pressure, right? Like this is their forever name and we want it to be cool, but also not too weird, right? Yeah, like, we, we talked about that with Delilah. It was a, big, a much bigger process. We wrote out all different names. I think we talked about this on an episode before too or um, you know, I think yeah, but now we got Wyatt. I, I just bring it up like Wyatt's name now is in the mix. Like, so hi, like, did you guys? Yeah, but you feel that? So it, no, no, no. But I think when we were talking, we did this on like one of the when we used to do the YouTube stuff. Uh, but Delilah, I mean, we looked at it like we write names down. We're like, okay, how many people do we know with this name? Not Delilah specifically. And like, we're like, nope, that person's got bad juju. This person's got bad juju. So we went through this whole process, and then when Wyatt came up, it was more of like. I don't even I, I don't even remember exactly how it came up, but I don't ever really remember there even being other names. It was just more of like we just landed on Wyatt. And that was it. Cool. That's awesome. I think that's how it goes. I think once you find it, you just know, right? So yeah. it's got to sound good with it's got to sound good with your last name too. You got it's got to sound good with your last name. You got to say first and last. And, oh yeah. You, know, you can't well, just have a- like that. Doesn't make sense. And if we, if we knew if it was a girl, it was going to be Lennon, Lennon Rose. Um, cool. So, yeah, it was, I don't know. Ashley kind of has like a sixth sense about all that stuff. Like she's like, okay, I kind of got it. And I've actually loved every name that she's thought of. And uh, we're here with Wyatt. So, well, my closing, my closing here is that your 21 day challenge. Okay. I have completed it. What? I, I didn't realize that I completed it, but I did. So your, my challenge, your challenge was doing it every morning. Okay. I am just not a morning guy. You see, let me look at me. I look like a bat. Like I got punched in the face <laughs> and for me, it's nine 35. Right. So like, I am just not, a, I'm a night guy. Um, I have worked out with a trainer. So I, I signed up for this new app called future. And Future is this app where you scan all the equipment in your in your home gym. You put in, you get an Apple Watch. No, this is not a sponsored ad. This is just literally like a cool thing I found. And you wear an Apple Watch. You have a personal trainer. Like, so my trainer is the strength and conditioning coach at Purdue Women's Sports. And she designs a program using my workout equipment at home. We FaceTime, we chat. And every day I go in, I press play and it guides me through my workout. She guides me through my workout, the videos and what my goals are. And honestly, if I miss a day, I miss one day, she, uh, she'll push me and say, nope, you got to do it again. You got to do it tomorrow. And I'm going to add an extra one on the weekend. So that's right. But I have done at this point, 21 consecutive days of workouts for 55 minutes, uh, a day. That's incredible, man. And I got to say, man, I'm so happy I did it. Like last night, for example, my kids were sick. I didn't work out all day because they were home from school. And I said, dude, I'm not going to be able to work out today. And at 1045 at night, I was sitting in bed and I said, you got to do it. This is the 21st day. You got to go downstairs and you got to do it. And I hated it so much, but I did it. Good for you, man. Good for you. I think that's like what I'm hearing you say though, is like you, you started first, you wanted to do like some, like, you know, take some time in the morning, like do, you know, do some journaling and then you're like, ah, it's not really working out for me. You know, I'm going to, I want to focus on eating breakfast. And then, you know, it's, I don't know where you ended up with that, but then you kind of found something that really stuck with you. And I think what I'm getting at for people out there that want to, you know, do that 
challenge or want to try to, you know, create this ideal 24 of like how you want to start your day and start your morning or start your, you know, how you want to end it is find something that you, that works for you. And that, and, and I think it's really cool to see how you pivoted talent and how you maneuvered the, the process. So my goal is to transition that to the mornings, right? My goal is to, my goal now is to become a morning person, right? Like that is my goal. I want to be a morning person. That's my goal. So I just want to thank you for inspiring me because I know that I'm going to keep going. You know, my new goal is another 21 days. I don't like to look at it like this is the 22nd day. I like to look at it as this is day one again because it helps me not feel so, so much pressure, right? Like I feel like, oh, it's an, I, I, I'll feel like I'll skip it if I, if I go back to, if I go to 22, weird no I stick think. with it man don't give up and and I, again is you, you you kind of took now you can actually add on to your goal so if you want to try to transition it to the morning you've already accomplished 21 days and you know now you can kind of play with the time so good for you all right well anyways thanks so much guys for tuning in to another episode of dad debate good seeing you bro get some rest i love you bud